Hi, I'm John Matthews, co-owner and founder of Happy Smokehouse, here with Abby Eats St. Louis Small Bites. This is an Abby Eats St. Louis small bite with a look ahead at your weekend, the first weekend of June. So we've got a lot of fun stuff we're going to be talking about here. Joined, as always, by producer Dory Olmos. Happy Friday. I'm Abby Larico, and this is Jacob Long right here. Hello. Jacob is our I-team extraordinaire reporter. I don't know if I go that far. Well, I went there, and it's my show, so I decided (laughs) I wanted to call you that. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. So Boston is a place that you lived for a little bit. You're a St. Louis guy. You left and came back Mm because you're a boomerang boy. Everyone does that, I feel like. It's such a St. Louis (laughs) thing to do. I feel like it's the mark of a true St. Louis, and if you leave and come back, mm-hmm. I left. And I it always says stay something in the Midwest, about the city. I feel like it I, definitely does. Yeah. I think yeah. so too. But Jacob, we're happy to have you back. Thank and you. I know a lot of times you do harder news stories, but you like to have this fun. This is a good break. Yes, you like to have fun. You yeah. like to go out, find good stuff to eat. Um, so part of the reason we wanted to have you on though is because we've been having a lot of eyes on Boston lately. Oh, I know. Yeah, you're and the like crosshairs. Yes, exactly. So. Having spent some time in Boston pretty recently, um, and then obviously back here in St. Louis now, Boston food scene versus St. Louis food scene. Don't oh gosh, feel like you have, do you have. Don't feel like you uh, have to say St. Louis because I'm genuinely curious. Well, I I mean the natural bias is of course I would vote for St. Louis. Yes. Um, but that right answer. Trick question. There was a right answer to that. But like <laughs> you have to establish that no matter what you say in a dispute like this. You're never going to change Boston's mind. Mm-hmm. Just like they'll oh, never yeah. change ours. I mean, yeah, and they'll never change ours. Um, there were obviously great spots to eat in Boston. Like the North End in Boston is the historic Italian district mm-hmm. that reminded me so much of the hill when I lived there. Um, and yeah, there was great good food but like this article that like made it sound like they are the savior of the culinary world and you can't get a good meal out of anywhere else but boston is just ridiculous like i i I mean i we lived there for a year and I, i i don't remember a single meal that was like I'm never leaving. I can't have this you ever again. Came back. I mean, I, I mean, there was good food, but I don't think it was anything that like memorable. I don't know, I, nothing like. And I was jogging my memory to think about like what I would talk about. If there was like one meal that I would write home about. I I don't know. I couldn't. You could think, probably I find the text, and you didn't. I mean, I had there. Was, there was good oysters. <laughs> the seafood is good, but. Of course, it should be. You're on yes. the East Coast. On the water, yeah. Also, they like to take credit for the lobster rolls, but That's those belong to Connecticut and Maine, Maine, and you stole yeah. them. Yes. I mean, but lobster rolls are good. Yeah. But you can go right down to Benton Park, where I live. Yes. Shout out. To Peacemaker. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is a great seafood restaurant, and it's just as good. Because I, I think they have their seafood delivered in like regularly, if oh, not yeah. daily. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. There's nothing in Boston that was like so spellbinding that I miss it. That you had to stay right. there. Okay. Well, we could go on and on for forever about that Boston article because so many things were said, so <sighs> much shade was thrown, and we still think we come out in the sunlight on that one. So we're going to be talking about that a little bit more on our next story episode, which is going to drop on Tuesday. 
we'll have that in your feed there. Um, but now we want to kind of look back a little bit on our episode from earlier this week. It was a shorter one because we had Memorial Day, the holiday weekend. We talked snoot. We had some snoot talk happening on here. Uh, Jacob, have you ever tried I it? have not. It yeah. was in the building, though, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, you I didn't did, get a I, piece. No. Yeah, look like you're not super interested. I'm not yeah. into it. <laughs> See, that's the thing. There's some St. Louis foods that you don't just because you can. You are a very proud St. Louis. Oh, I, yeah. I respect that. Tried Fo- and true. Followed you on Instagram while you were gone in Boston. And no matter how many like pretty shots you had of Boston when you were there, we're glad to have you back because St. Louis is prettier, I think. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of ways. So um, it, we don't have to stand up for it if you don't like it. But it was kind of interesting. But um, Dory, you posted on Facebook uh, a fun question. Yes. And go through some of those responses you got because that was pretty fun. So I asked people because Snoot is such a weird item. A lot of people have never even heard of it, much mm-hmm. less tried it. So I asked people on Facebook, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? We got so many crazy responses. I picked out a few of them here. Wilma said grizzly bear from Alaska back in the 60s. Um, Gosh. She wrote tough as old shoe leather and nasty. I loved that comment. Is that legal? Was that even I'm well, sure? She's, I was just thinking that, but she said the 60s, the so 60s. I'm sure it was a little bit of a different time. But yeah. nowadays, I would think no. Right. Right. I mean, I guess it's I don't know. You can say you've tried it, right? You can't knock it till you try it, I guess, right? Uh, Mary wrote jellyfish, and she said it was actually really good and tasted like coleslaw, which I would never have thought. That's but coleslaw. How do they separate the stinger? Like, how do you You eat it without getting? If you deep fry it, dead, I I guess. Well, if it's deep fried, it won't taste like coleslaw. I mean, coleslaw is essentially it can either be creamy or vinegar based, and so I feel like you can make anything that's kind of cabbagey. And so, like, each little leg if is, If I was like, assured <laughs> that I wasn't going to get, like, stung in my mouth or something by this jellyfish, I would try it. I would, yeah. There's I'd some be cool, like, seafood fusion, I'd Asian fusion type places around here. I bet they would serve that. Um, so this comment from Roger just really hit home as a St. Louisan. Ranch-flavored crickets. Like, I guess St. Louis will eat anything if they're flavored like ranch, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would try that. If it was covered in ranch, I'd try that. Um, but they're flavored. Did they have to eat a lot of ranch to become flavored? It doesn't say they're... Nah, I don't like ranch that much, kids. Sorry. Okay. And Lance said, raccoon, Mm. do you hear the banjos? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lance. I'm not going to go there. That's a no. I'm happy for you that you tried raccoon. I'm (laughs) happy for you. And by, you know, default, then tried everything that someone else had in their trash the night before. But did you guys have anything you could add to that? The weirdest thing. The weirdest thing. Oh, I've probably swallowed some a bug running around as a <laughs> no, kid or something. Oh, like intentional. intentionally. You, oh, my you gosh. think about that one because mine is Let probably me think about that. mine's probably pretty easy. So I'm half Filipino, half Polish. I think I've mentioned that on the show before. And so um one time as a kid I had this isn't something I tried, but it's just an interesting story. I my grand my excuse me, my mom had gone to the Polish grocery store came back with a smoked eel still in swimming formation and I didn't know that it was going to be in the fridge when I opened the fridge so there's this like eel staring at me and then I don't remember if I tried it I remember like tasting it and it being gross but I don't know if that was just like my fear the taste of my fear at this eel right there (laughs) and then also actually last summer for the first time I became a real Filipino woman because I had balut which is it is an undeveloped like embryo in an egg. So it's not fully developed. And you crack open the top and you like take it like a shot kind of. It's salty. and Yeah, they serve it like hot dogs on the side of the street in the Philippines. And it is not my favorite. But 
people who know much about Filipino food, it's one of the first things they ask you. I was like, oh, have you tried bulut? And my sister and I said, we can't not have tried it yet, so let's do it. And no, it was gross. It was not something. I'm happy for my people that they like that stuff, but I don't. I thought about my answer. It's yes. probably frog legs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which sounds like pretty like Base, basic. Basic. I basic guess. Weird. Like, I'm not that like crazy adventurous. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but like something like that was kind of out there for me to try. And yeah. it um, it was kind of like tough, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you would, don't look at a frog and you're like, those legs. Yeah. Right. I had them in the Lake of the Ozark. So that sounds about right. That's yeah. classic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're going to pivot right now. We're going to talk about the best thing we've had to eat mm. this week. Um, just rapid fire. I'll go first. I had my first ever brunch at the Panorama restaurant at the St. Louis Art Museum mm. on mm. Sunday. It's very photogenic as it should be. It is. Yes. I mean, in a lot of ways, you can say oh, it's a hotel or not a hotel. It's a museum restaurant or whatever, but I had a really solid Bloody Mary there and my eggs were cooked to perfection and it was very reasonably priced, which sometimes you think of those places as being too expensive. And it was nice. And I just looked out at Forest Park and it was pretty. I had the fish tacos at Yellow Belly and the mm. Central West End, which has been open, I don't think, quite a year right there right. Um, on the corner. And uh, my husband had the burger and fries. He's from Arkansas. <laughs> he's not. He's even <laughs> less adventurous than I You can am. be a good cook without being adventurous. But, yeah, but right? the burger had its own little flair and the fries were good. Um, perfect date night spot. We sat outside. It was a beautiful night. Great if you're looking for a dinner outside in the summer in the city. Yes, we've given Yellow Belly a couple shout outs just because they're doing cool stuff, but their cocktails are so good. I yes. have when we started at ta- so um, on the drink note, we started at Taste, which has one of the best bars totally. in the city. And Very the Pal- good. we had the Paloma, I had the Paloma. So good. Oh, mm. yeah, it's that season. I love it. it. It's so, I'm so ready. You could have a patio episode, best patios, but. I'm so ready for drinks and food, all the drinks and food outside in the summer. I think to do the research for that, I need to go drink outside for a while. So good thing it's almost the weekend. (laughs) Dory, how about you? So mine's a little lame this week, but we were out watching game one of the Stanley Cup. We were at Center Ice Brewery. So shout out to them. Great space. Great Great spot. And we happened to notice we were in the delivery range of Pizza Hut, which we are not downtown (laughs) where we live. So I took full advantage and got a pizza from Pizza Hut. And that's my favorite. <laughs> so that's pizza. what's like so cool about Center Ice is though, although they're located right next door to Pappy's in Southern, you can easily just walk over. They are so open and let you bring in like whatever. Yes, I've, I've seen people do that. And I don't want people to think that I chose Pizza Hut over barbecue and their awesome chicken there because <laughs> it was Memorial Day and they were sold out and closed that already. Okay, so okay. I don't, yeah. I don't, that's happened to me when you go there yep. and they're sold out. Yes. So. I'm a big fan of, because then you have a restaurant scene and a drink scene and mm-hmm. businesses can support each other. Yep. Love it. Usually. So, all right, well, let's talk about this weekend a little bit. I'm going to run through some of the stuff that we have going on here in St. Louis. As I mentioned, it is the first weekend of June. So if you count Memorial Day is kind of the first official kickoff of summer. It's our first summer weekend, and St. Louis is coming out to play. Uh, Friday night, the Food Truck Festival at Laumeier Sculpture Park. Am I saying Laumeier, Laumeier? I think I've it's known Laumeier. I've known it my whole life, but I rarely have right. to say it for people to say here. Like the Sculpture Park. Um, so they're having that on Friday night. Um, you can't bring coolers, but they are going to have different, obviously, food trucks there. Um, there's going to be live music, and it'll be pretty cool. It's from 5 to 7, and or excuse me, 5 to 8. Bands play from 5.30 to 7.30. And then on Saturday, you can start your morning with the Brunch Run Crew kickoff that's happening at Wheelhouse. That's where they're kicking things off. And 
here's what I like about how they advertise this one. They're starting the summer the only way they know how with a little workout and a big mimosa <laughs> in that order. So that's something you can kind of join for the summertime and brunch is my thing. Running, maybe not, but maybe it is for you. Um, and then, of course, the fifth annual crawfish boil is happening at the Midtown Brewery and Beer Garden for Urban Chestnut. Um, you can get tickets there that include the all-you-can-eat crawfish crawfish boil. Um, you can get gumbo. You, I mean, that sounds delicious. And obviously, they'll have plenty of different beers available, too. Um, and then they'll have live music. That sounds great. That's what you got to do in the summertime. Eat food and drink live music. Be outside. Um, exactly. Um, here's another good southern, not southern, but uh, Cajun type thing that's happening this weekend. Um, the My Big Fat Seafood Boil. This is their first ever event that they're having. It's the Artist Art and Mayor Catering who are having this. Um, they're having a DJ and they, are have, they want you to buy tickets online. Um, for some reason, the location of this one isn't showing up here, so I'll find that for you guys in just a second here. Um, but then we also have the South Grand Bar Crawl. That is, I mean, South Grand is one of the best streets for food in this whole neighborhood. Um, but basically, it starts at 7 o'clock, lasts till 9 o'clock. Um, you can find the folks at Lulu's Upstairs Ping Pong Bar or at Apotheosis Comics and Lounge. Uh, shout out to them. It's a pretty cool little space there. Um, so that you can kind of go through the bar crawl, get a little ticket there, and they'll give you discounts. Um, that's happening on Saturday night, as is the T-Rav Rally. Talk about Ooh. St. Louis foods. Yeah, I got your attention with that. <laughs> so how many toast ravioli? Can you eat in six and a half minutes? Six and a half minutes? I feel like I could... You could plow through some I feel right? like, may, like, is like a dozen too many or not enough? I was thinking ten. I was thinking like maybe like a dozen. I'll say, I'll meet you guys in the middle and I'll say I could eat eleven. Okay. Um, I actually want to try this challenge. <laughs> right, exactly. You want to try it on your own or you can try it this weekend. It's the first uh, ever toasted ravioli rally. Louisa is hosting it. They're the ones who make the mm -hmm. grocery store. Um, Have you ever had raviolis. the buffalo chicken stuffed ones? No. The Louisa no, ones? Are they good? <gasps> they're really good. They're at the Schnooks. I think the Schnooks on the Hill. Oh, they're really Ooh. good. Oh, my gosh. That's, yeah. I Okay, I would try that. I like I buffalo totally chicken. Oh, yeah. Um, but at the Arch Cafe, the contest is happening starting at 1.30. That's, you know, Arch Cafe inside the arch um, and then you'll see how many people can shove a bunch of toast ravioli in their face that's I've, a very St. Louis event I bet people could do probably like 30 yeah there's oh there's the, someone the, out there yeah. who can yeah. who can put them away I completely agree and then moving on over to June 2nd on Sunday a couple of cool things happening uh, another brunch this one's the pride brunch at chocolate pig um, the human rights campaign and vital voice are kicking off pride month of course that starts in June um, by doing a pride brunch tickets include two complimentary Bloody Mary's or mimosas plus Ooh. food. Mm. Yes. Uh, event running from 10 to 3. Um, and then, of course, you'll have music. Hello. Um, they say it's a surprise appearance from the Gateway Men's Chorus, but I'm going to go ahead and say it's not a surprise if they're putting that All in the cats race. out of the bag. I know. Now you all know. <laughs> and then also one more event on Sunday. It's Gin World. Um, also in its fifth year, this mm. is a... You know, a gathering of gin distillers happening at the Mad Art Gallery um, that's near Soulard, kind of near Anheuser-Busch. Um, so they have it's that's indoors. So if it's really hot, that could be a good thing for you. Um, and then they'll have different seminars, tasting. It's probably for a gin connoisseur, but or if you just like gin, I've decided I'm going to try to make gin my summer drink. So maybe I'll stop by. Uh, yeah, G and T. It's a good summer drink. Exactly. Yeah. And of course, the blues. Don't oh forget, we yes. have a game on Saturday. I'm so excited. I was supposed to go to the Cardinals game, but I feel like I just oh, can't. You can't. I, can't. I just can't. So I used to like th thrive on the Cards-Cubs rivalry. 
And I forgot that's even happening this weekend. I just, well, that's the whole reason why we got tickets for yeah. Saturday. I just mm. can't. Yeah. It's, it's, there's, it's, there's too much emotion. It's too historic for our city. Like we have to be there to witness it. Like you have we're host, to, we're hosting a Stanley cup final for the first time. Like it's in, incredible. Yeah. In our lives, in our lives. And maybe <laughs> who don't knows you know if we'll ever see yeah, it. Yeah, I don't want to jinx yeah, it. Yeah. But gotta there go. will only be one gotta first go. that we've ever been able to be around go. for. Um, I have to go to my cousin's wedding. And so hopefully he will be <laughs> doing something about that. It's a tricky <laughs> subject with the groom and the bride there. But uh, <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Shall we? Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. It's at Abby eats St. Louis. We want to know what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten what's the best thing that you ate this week and also please keep in mind um, some of those events are subject to change visit those um, different sites to make sure before you go but then also send us pictures tell us what you liked about them and tell us what you're up to this weekend and you can also email us with anything favorite barbecue spot for example uh, podcasts at ksdk.com we love hearing from you guys and of course we're a podcast so that means we want you to subscribe rate and review us because we want all of your friends to be listening to us too. Well, thank you so much, Jacob, for thank being you. with us. Thank you. This was so much fun. Yeah. We could talk about food and beer all day. I know. I'm trying to get them to <laughs> let this be my full-time job, but we'll see about yeah. that. All right. So for Jacob Long, producer Dory Olmos, and myself, this has been an Abby Eats St. Louis Small Bite. Until next time, seize the plate. Seize the plate.